ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد It's always a pleasure to welcome all of you in our classes. We're going to continue. Alhamdulillah, in these classes of Majalis Ramadan, the sittings in this blessed month of Ramadan. And we're still reading from the Majalis and those uh, guidelines and advices and, and uh, benefits that the Shaykh Al-Allama Abi Abdullah Muhammad ibn Salih Al-Uthaymeen Rahimahullah ta'ala, he used to give in Ramadan. And we still, alhamdulillah, with this very important topic, we're still with the uh, Quran, the book of Allah, the speech of Allah. And today, inshallah ta'ala, after we read in the previous four sittings of last week about the importance of the Quran in the life of the Muslim, the virtues of reciting the Book of Allah in general and also some specific ayats or chapters. Today we continue reading by uh, reading in this uh, 13th sitting and we give you this for those who wants to go to the website of Shaykh Muhammad Musabhiyyat and you can find this in Arabic inshallah you can read it for yourself. Because we may not be able to read everything because of the uh, time being, we have to stop before iftar. But that's why we give you the resource, alhamdulillah, and the reference actually. So those who want to go back to the website of Shaykh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymeen, rahimahullah, you go to Al-Maktab Al-Maqru'a, and then there is books, his books, and you will find their Majalis Ramadan. You go to the city number 13, Al-Majlis is this about the adab? Adab tilawat al-Qur'an. We mentioned this to you in the first sitting that what we're going to go on the plan. That one of, uh, on one moment we're going to get to this the point which is the etiquette of reciting the Qur'an. First of all, the Shaykh, before even he gave the etiquette, he gave once again a lot of ayats. But first he says that this Qur'an, which before you, uh, and that you recite, we recite it, the Muslims recite it, we listen to, alhamdulillah, uh, sometimes we listen to it in the Qur'an, in the Salat, whenever you pray Fajr, you listen to the Qur'an, because that's what the Imam recites. You pray Maghrib, Isha, you listen to the Qur'an. That's the book of Allah, Al-Fatiha, is, is the Qur'an, from Qur'an. And then usually the imma they, they recite some long surahs or short surahs based on the sunnah. Of course, for those imams who follow the sunnah of the Prophet they learn what the Prophet used to recite. So there is so many ways we, we hear the Quran. We recite it, our children recite it, and we hear it. We hear it, alhamdulillah, in our cars, especially. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful for us in our times. We have so many gadgets, so many... Uh, ways for us to make it easy for us to recite the Quran. You got MP3s, you got USBs, auxiliaries, 
your smartphones, you get so many things, the internet, the computer, you can play Quran, alhamdulillah. Now, before you used to be limited to type cassette. I said, say at a certain time, you have a cassette and that's it. But then after the cassette came the CDs. And then with the CDs came the internet. And then MP3s and then forget. Allah Alam, maybe there's a lot of things that I don't know. So we, li- we listen to it. And also this is Quran which we memorize. Some memorize the whole of it. Alhamdulillah, it's a ni'mah from Allah. Others, they memorize half of it or most of it. Some memorize some of the chapters. Alhamdulillah. This Quran that we read or listen to, some of us memorize all of it, some memorize some of it, and we write, alhamdulillah, this is, we should know, that this is the speech of Allah, and it is not created. It's the speech of Allah, your Lord, the Lord of the world, Shaykh Muratimin says, the Lord of the first and the last generations. Shaykh Muratimin continues by saying, it is his firm rope, meaning the Quran, it is the firm rope of Allah. Now he's given us some description, something about the Quran. It is his firm rope and the straight path. Somebody wants the straight path? Don't look nowhere. Adhere to the book. Under the Sunnah of the Prophet because the Sunnah explained this book. That's the straight path. It is the blessed reminder and the book giving light. Allah SWT has spoken with it in truth in a manner that befits his majesty. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. He subhanahu wa ta'ala sent it in the Quran with Jibreel alayhi salam, the trustworthy and honorable angel who is close to Allah. He sent it down to the heart of Muhammad our beloved Prophet Muhammad in order that he be from those who warn in an eloquent Arabic language. So the Quran is an Arabic language. So when you read the meanings into French or, or Dutch or English or Italian, that's not the Quran. Quran is in Arabic. Allah has described this book with great attributes in order for you to honor and respect it. That's why she is going to be a lot of ayats. Okay? Inshallah ta'ala. I think we can bring all these ayats, inshallah. And then we can read to you the, the, uh, the etiquettes. He began by mentioning the ayah 185 in Surah Al-Baqarah. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان The month of Ramadan. This month that we're in, we ask Allah to accept from us the first half of it because half is gone. Okay, we ask Allah to accept from us the fasting and the and the uh, whatever we did, alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, forgive us for our shortcomings. Amen. We're human. We have shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us better. Amen. And help us to benefit from the, this uh, health that is uh, still remaining. The opportunity is still presenting itself for us. May Allah give us strength and help us and aid us to be better Muslims in what's uh, remaining from Ramadan. Now, said the month of Ramadan in which was revealed the Quran, a guidance for mankind. That's what the Quran was revealed. So pay attention now. A guidance for mankind and clear proofs for guidance and the criterion between right and wrong. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Imran verse 58 This is what we recite to you Muhammad of the verses and the wise reminder this Quran. It's a wise reminder. 
وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في سورة النساء The verse 174 يا أيها الناس قد جاءكم برهان من ربكم وأنزلنا إليكم نورا مبينا O mankind Verily there has come to you a convincing proof from your Lord and we send down to you a manifest light the Quran a manifest light the Quran al-Sheikh bin Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala he mentioned in his tafsir when he says Nur Mubin says the Quran also the Sheikh mentioned the ayat in Surat Al-Ma'idah قال الله سبحانه وتعالى قد جاءكم من الله نور وكتاب مبين as a part of the ayah 15 in surah al-ma'idah indeed there has come to you from Allah a light and a plain book this Quran this Quran also he mentioned many ayahs this is only many ayahs for instance surah Yunus ayah 37 قال الله تعالى وما كان هذا القرآن أن يفترى من دون الله ولكن تصديق الذي بين يديه وتفصيل الكتاب لا ريب فيه من رب العالمين and this Quran is not such as could ever be produced by other than Allah no one because Allah has mentioned in other ayahs for the the kafar addressing the disbelievers and the tyrants and the like, he said you cannot even produce one chapter, not even one ayah. And this Quran is not such as could ever be produced by other than Allah, but it is a confirmation of the revelation which was before it, meaning the Torah and the Injil, and a full explanation of the book, all the laws and orders decreed for mankind, wherein there is no doubt from the Lord of all that exists. So the Shaykh mentioned the ayah 57 from Surah Yunus, the same chapter. Ya ayyuhal nasu qad jaatkum maw'idatum min rabbikum wa shifa'un lima fi sudur wa hudan wa rahmatun lil mu'mineen. Allahu Akbar. O mankind, there has come to you good advice from your Lord, this Quran. Why? Because Quran orders all that is good and forbid all that is evil. Now, that's a good advice. When somebody call you to what's good for you and caution you from what is bad for you, that's advice. That's, that's a sincere advice. Amen. That's one thing. A sincere is a, a good advice and also this, the what comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a healing, the Quran is a healing for that disease of ignorance, doubt, hypocrisy and differences, etc. And also is a healing for physical illnesses too, as the ulama mentioned. So it is a healing for that, diseases in your breast, a guidance and a mercy, Allah Akbar, for the believers, for the believers. Also, the Shaykh mentioned the ayah, the first ayah in Surah Hud. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى ألف لام را كتاب أحكمت آياته ثم فصلت من لدن حكيم خبير ألف لام را. This is a book. The verses whereof are perfected. In every sphere of knowledge, and then explained in detail from 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 Allah, who is all wise and well acquainted with all things. Allah Akbar. 
So he mentioned the ayah 9 in Surah Al-Hijr. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى إنا نحن نزلنا الذكر وإنا له لحافظون Verily we it is we who have sent down the dhikr i.e. the Quran and surely we will guard it from corruption. So nobody can play with the Quran can alter the Quran can because why? Because this is the same Quran that resides in America, in Asia, in Europe, in you, in this, in this time, in the bear time. Nobody. It's not like the Injil, the other book, previous books, like for example, Isa alayhi salam, after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him to him, Rafa'ahu Allahu ilayh, then his students and those who come after them, they start writing this and put here. That's why you have so many versions. You have the Old Testament, the New Testament, you have Matthew, you have what? King James. King James, King James, King James. It's this, that, you know. <laughs> but we don't have that. We don't have Abu Bakr's Quran, Umar's Quran, Uthman's Quran, Ali's Quran, Talha's Quran, Zubair's Quran, Ibn Mas'ud has his own Quran, Abu Huraira has his own Quran, huh? and then those who came after them, Sa'id ibn Musayb has his own Quran, huh? and Imam Ahmed has his own Quran, Imam Malik has his own Quran, and they all contradict each other. No, we don't have that. We don't, Alhamdulillah. One Quran. You're in China, in Korea, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Kenya, Senegal, Gambia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Salvador. Doesn't matter. America, North, South, Canada, Alaska, Caribbeans. Doesn't matter. Italy, Sweden, Norway, England, France, Pakistan, India. Doesn't matter where you are. One Quran. That's it. You pray Taraweeh in America, you hear one Quran. You go to Saudi in the Haram, same Quran. You go to Australia, same Quran. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Now, also the Sheikh mentioned the other ayah in Surah Al Hijr from the same Surah. The ayat 87-88 قال الله سبحانه وتعالى ولقد آتيناك سبعا من المثاني والقرآن العظيم لا تمدن عينيك إلى ما متعنا به أزواجا منهم ولا تحزن عليهم واخفض جناحك للمؤمنين And indeed we have bestowed upon you seven of المثاني The seven repeated recited verses من سورة الفاتحة الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم سورة الفاتحة And the Grand Quran Look not with your eyes, and to the end, you can, that's, that's the portion, the ayah that goes with, with the topic. Now, also he mentioned the ayah in Surah An-Nahl, ayah 89. And we have sent down to you the book, the Quran, as an exposition of everything, a guidance, a mercy, and glad tidings. But for who? For everybody? No. For those who submitted themselves to Allah as Muslims. As for those who want to follow their desires, they hear the ayahs, but they still make the wrong exit. Yeah, the, the signs are like someone who's driving, but the signs are there. 
If someone really willing, willing to apply the signs, he's going to follow the signs. But someone thinks, man, he got it, he know it, he figured it out, he don't need no signs, and find himself in some desert somewhere, lost. Amen. What's the last I mentioned? Surah Al-Nahl, right? Also, he mentioned in, in Surah Al-Isra, the ayah, the surah after it, okay? Now, Surah Al-Nahl, chapter 16. Now, Al-Isra, chapter 17. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Inna hadha al-Qur'ana yahdi lillati hiya aqwa wa yubashiru al-mu'mineen al-ladhina ya'maluna al-salihati anna lahum ajran kabira wa anna al-ladhina la yu'minuna bil-akhirati a'tadna lahum a'thaban alima. Verily this Qur'an, this is the Qur'an, Yahwan, we read. Now this classes should change our way of looking at the book. Whenever you grab the Mus'haf and begin to read, this thing should come to your mind. Not just like, I'm reading. No, 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 no. No, it's this. This is the book in your hand. You're reading. You're reading the book. What Allah says about it? Verily this Quran guides to that which is most just and right. SubhanAllah. And gives glad tidings to the believers in the oneness of Allah and His Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu who are these believers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described them? Who work deeds of righteousness. That they shall have a great reward for, for them doing this. What is that great reward? Paradise. And that those who believe not in the hereafter. Those who disbelieve and the like and turn in, 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 uh, in, uh, in uh, rejection and pride and arrogance and the like. They will be rewarded for what they did in this world. According to the deeds, for them we have prepared a painful torment. Also, the Sheikh mentioned the ayah 82 from the same chapter, Surah Al Isra, as the Sheikh is going to bring, bring three times from this surah. What Ayah 82. And we send down from the Quran that which is a healing. And in mercy to those who believe, of course, in Islamic monotheism, not those upon shirk. They believe in Islamic monotheism and act on it. And it increases the volume, the parties and wrongdoors, nothing but loss. Also, the Shaykh mentioned another ayah 89 in Surah Al Isra. وَلَقَدْ صَرَّفْنَا لِلنَّاسِ فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلٍ فَأَبَى أَكْثَرُ النَّاسِ إِلَّا كُفُورًا And indeed we have fully explained to mankind in this Qur'an every kind of similitude but most mankind refuse the truth and accept nothing but disbelief. It's clear. Tawheed is clear in the Qur'an. People choose to disbelieve. Also he mentioned in Surah Taha the ayat قال الله تعالى ما أنزلنا عليك القرآن لتشقى إلا تذكرة لمن يخشى تنزيلا ممن خلق الأرض والسماوات العلا We have not sent down the Quran to you Muhammad وسلم, to cause you distress but only as a reminder to those who fear Allah a revelation from him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has created the earth and high heavens in Surah Al-Furqan, the first ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Tabarak al-lazhi nazzal al-furqan ala abdihi, limada, 
ليكون للعالمين نذيرا blessed be he meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who sent down the criterion of right and wrong i.e. this Quran to his slave meaning Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam why? what is the reason? what is the wisdom? that he may be a warner to mankind and jinn also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surat al-shu'ara from the ayat 192 to 197 about the Quran. And truly this Quran is a revelation from the Lord of all that exists. Which the trustworthy Ruh Jibreel has brought down upon your heart to Muhammad that you may be one of the warners in the plain Arabic language. Quran was revealed in the plain Arabic language. And verily it, meaning the Quran, and its revelation of the Prophet Muhammad is announced in the scriptures. It is announced in the scripture, the Torah and the gospel in jail of former people. Is it not a sign to them that, he le- that, that the learned scholars like Abdullah ibn Salam, from who is a Jew and embraced Islam, is it not a sign to them that the learned scholars of the children of Israel knew, knew it as true? Allah Akbar. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Shu'ara, وَمَا تَنَزَّلَتْ بِهِ الشَّيَاطِينَ وَمَا يَنْبَغِي لَهُمْ وَمَا يَسْتَطِعُونَ Same ayat, 2.10 and 2.11 from the same chapter actually, Surah Al-Shu'ara. And it is not the devils who have brought it, meaning this Quran, down. It's not the devils, the shayateen. Neither would it suit them, nor can they produce it. Anyway, Allah Akbar. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ankarud, the ayah 49, بَلْ هُوَ آيَاتٌ بَيِّنَاتٌ فِي صُدُورِ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمِ وَمَا يَجْحَدُ بِآيَاتِنَا إِلَّا الظَّالِمُونَ That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Nay, it is, the Quran, a collection of clear signs in the hearts of those who are, are given knowledge, and none but the wrongdoers deny our signs. Also in Surah Yasin, the ayat 69 and 70, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And we have not taught him in Muhammad poetry, because he said this is a poetry. He said some poetry, he learned somewhere. Allah says, we have not taught him poetry. Nor is it suitable for him. This is only a reminder and a plain, and a plain Quran that he, or Muhammad or the Quran, may give warning to him who is living, a healthy-minded in the believer, and that, and that word may be justified against the disbelievers. By them rejecting 
the Quran, clear Quran, they understood it and the like. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Sa'd, verse 29, Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarakun liyaddabbaru ayatih. وَلِيَتَذَكَّرَ أُولُوا الْأَلْبَابِ This is a book, the Qur'an. Talking about the Qur'an here. Allah SWT said about this is a book, the Qur'an, which we have sent down to you, full of blessings, that they may ponder over its verses, and that man of understanding may remember. So when we read, we don't just read, Oh, what concerns us? Oh, I finished. I'm doing it again. You finished? But what? Give me one ruling. What have you understood? One ayah. Huh? Give me one ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah. One hukum. One ruling that you understood about salat, about marriage, about zakat, about tawheed, about akhlaq, about sunnah, about the sahaba, about the prophets, about the hereafter. Oh, I finished it. No, finished. Reflect. Ponder. Naam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Sad also the verse 67 قُلْ هُوَ نَبَأٌ عَظِيمٌ Say it is a great news meaning the Quran it is the Quran is a great news then the Shaykh what they mean don't know if you have the time to bring all of them what do you think can finish tomorrow, inshallah. We still have, we have three more sittings in this weekend, alhamdulillah. He mentioned other ayah, the ayah 23 in Surah Zumar. Allah nazzala ahsan al hadith kitaban mutashabihan mathaniya taqshairumun minhu juludu alladhina yakshawna rabbahum thumma talinu juluduhum wa quluguhum ila dhikrillah. ذَلِكَ هُدَى اللَّهِ يَهْدِي بِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَمَنْ يُضْلِلِ اللَّهُ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ Allah has sent down the best statement. He broke this Quran. Its parts resembling each other in goodness and truth. No contradiction in the Quran. People don't understand all this ayah, contradict this ayah. Man, you got issues. You don't understand. Don't say the Quran you speak on, on, on the book of Allah with no knowledge. Just say, I don't understand what this ayah means or this ayah means. Allah alam. Let's turn it to the ulama. They will make it clear. Don't you ever say, oh yeah, that's ayah contradict the other ayah. This oft repeated. The skins of those who fear their Lord shiver from it. When they recite it or when they hear it. Do we shiver? Sometimes people, the Quran is reciting, laughing, cracking jokes, eating nothing like nothing. Like Book of Allah. But those who really, they were touched, they have the Iman, strong in their Iman, they shiver when they hear it. Allahu Akbar. Or when they read it. Then their skin and their heart soften to the remembrance of Allah. That is the guidance of Allah. He guides their way whom he pleases, and whomever Allah sends astray, for him there is no God. Allah Akbar. Surah Zumar, verse 23. Also, the Shaykh mentioned two ayat, 41 and 42, from Surah Fussilat. The Shaykh is going in order with the chapters now, in order, to make it easy for us to remember, alhamdulillah. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِالذِّكْرِ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ 
وإنه لكتاب عزيز لا يأتيه الباطل من بين يديه ولا من خلفه لماذا تنزيل من حكيم حميد الله أكبر Verily those who disbelieved in the reminder they disbelieved in the Quran when it came to them shall receive the punishment and verily it is an honorable respected book this Quran because it is the speech of Allah يخوان. and he has protected it from corruption falsehood cannot come to it from before it or behind it why? because it was sent by the all wise worthy for praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sheikh mentioned the ayah 52 in Surah Ash-Shura وَكَذَلِكَ أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ رُوحًا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا مَا كُنْتَ تَدْرِي مَا الْكِتَابُ وَلَا الْإِيمَانِ وَلَكِنْ جَعَلْنَاهُ نُورًا نَهْدِي بِهِ مَنْ نَشَاءُ مِنْ عِبَادِنَا And thus we have sent to you a ruh of our command. You knew not. I mean, you didn't know what is the book, nor what is the iman, faith. But we have made it, meaning the Quran, a light wherewith we guide whosoever of our slaves we will. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Zukhruf, verse number 4, وَإِنَّهُ فِي أُمِّ الْكِتَابِ لَدَيْنَا لَعَلِيٌّ حَكِيمٌ And verily, it is the Quran. The Quran is in the mother of the book, the preserved tablet. Before us, indeed, exalted, full of wisdom. Allah, this is the book. How much do we know about the book of Allah? How much you know, Ya Abdullah wa Ya Amatullah, about the book of Allah, the great book? Also, the Shaykh mentioned the ayah 20 in Surah Al Jathiyah. هَذَا بَصَائِرُ لِلنَّاسِ وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةٌ لِقَوْمٍ يُقِنُونَ This Qur'an that we recite, we hear, huh, is a clear insight, an evidence for mankind, and a guidance, and a mercy for people who have faith with certainty. So he mentioned the ayah. قَاف وَالْقُرْآنِ الْمَجِيءِ قَاف by the glorious Qur'an. And this is uh, the first verse in Surah Qaf. So he mentioned also the ayat 75 to 80 from Surah Al-Waqi'ah. Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَوَاقِعِ النُّجُومِ وَإِنَّهُ لَقَسَمٌ لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عَظِيمٌ إِنَّهُ لَقُرْآنٌ كَرِيمٌ فِي كِتَابٍ مَكْنُونَ لَا يَمَسُّهُ إِلَّا الْمُطَهَرُونَ تَنْزِيلٌ مِّنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ so I swear by the sittings of the stars. And verily, there is indeed a great oath, if you but know, that this is indeed an honorable... Quran is an honorable yahwan. In a book well guarded with Allah in the heaven, meaning the preserved tablet, Filuh al-Mahfud, which, one, which none can touch but the purified. None can touch the Quran but the purified. A revelation from the Lord of the, of the all that exists. As I mentioned in Surah Al-Hajj, verse 21, قال الله سبحانه وتعالى لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله وتلك الأمثال نضربها للناس لعلهم يتفكرون 
Had we sent down this Quran on a mountain, you would surely have seen it, meaning the mountain, humbling itself and rendering asunder by the fear of Allah. Such are the parables which we put forward to mankind that they may reflect. قُلْ أُوحِيَ إِلَيَّ أَنَّهُ اسْتَمَعَ نَفَرٌ مِنَ الْجِنِّ فَقَالُوا إِنَّا سَمِعْنَا قُرْآنًا عَجَبًا يَهْدِي إِلَى الرُّشْدِ فَآمَنَّا بِهِ وَلَنْ نُشْرِكَ بِرَبِّنَا أَحَدًا Shaykh mentioned the ayat, first two ayat from Surah Al-Jinn. Say, O Muhammad it has been revealed to me that a group of jinns listened to this Quran. And they said, Verily, we have heard a wonderful recital. It guides to the right path. So we believed in it. And we will not associate partners with our Lord in worship. I'll give you a brief benefit from this ayat here. Our noble Shaykh al Alama uh, Umar bin Muhammad Fallata. Who was Fulani? He was from, from Africa, from West Africa. Allahu Akbar. A great Shaykh Muhaddith. He died in the year 1419 of the Hijrah. He taught in the Masjid of the Prophet for almost 49 years. And in, uh, from, from, from 1370 until 1419, uh, when he was 25 years old, he began to teach in the Masjid. Hadith. Hadith. He was one of the great students of the great Shaykh, the Muhaddith Abdul Rahman al-Afriqi, rahimahullah, who was one of the main Muhaddithin in Medina in his time. And the Shaykh, by the way, his, his parents are from West Africa. The Fulanis, those who they know, the Madingo and those in this. Aynam, Umar Fallata, a great scholar. As he, they mentioned his biography, he was born in the year 1345 of the Hijrah. His parents, father and mother, they set on foot to make Hajj. Took them almost a year. And when they made it, not like us. We got 10 hours in a nice, comfortable, triple seven Boeing. Huh? And you're served, no, no, ice cream and all beverages. And, and you got to give you a blanket. Huh? And still people complain, oh, that was rough. Huh? And rough, rough. People travel on foot. Eight months, ten months, a year to make it the Hajj. Anyway, he says, when they got there, Alhamdulillah, he says, his mother gave birth to him in the outskirts of Mecca. In the outskirts of Mecca. And when he was one year old, his parents moved to Medina. Allahu Akbar. And he grew up in Medina. So he was born in the land of Tawheed. Even though his parents are from West Africa, um, this great sheikh, Umar Fallata. There is two of them. This is Umar bin Muhammad Fallata. Not Umar bin Hassan Fallata. La. There is Umar bin Muhammad, not Umar bin Hassan. Umar bin Muhammad Fallata. This Shaykh is amazing, subhanAllah. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. Rahimahullah. Shaykh Abdul Muhsin al Abad, when this Shaykh dies, Shaykh Abdul Muhsin, he gave a talk. In, as, as our brother, I talked to brother Umaysan, Abdul Sheikh Umaysan, Abdul Rahman Umaysan, he gave salam by the way, I talked to him two days ago. And he told me, he says that when the Sheikh died, Sheikh Abdul Muhsin al-Abad, he gave a talk about him in the, in the Medina University. 
Umar Fallata kama haraftuhu Shaykh Umar Fallata as I know him. He's one of the great scholars. Why I'm telling you all this? About this ayat. About the jinn. He says the jinn they used to uh, go up the, the sky and listen and try to listen to the revelation or whatever. And they may listen to one word and mix it with a hundred or a thousand more and all that. But then when Allah sent the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu that's it, they couldn't listen anymore. But rather whenever one of them tried to listen, they be thrown with that. Shuhu. Stars. Shooting stars. So he said, the Shaykh, he says, the, the jinn, they were like, wait a minute. What happened? Why can't we... <laughs> why, why, something must happen. We can't listen anymore. Huh? He says, so a group of jinn from a place called Nasibin, which is in Iraq right now, they came to Medina to check out what's going on. They came to Salat al-Layl. They find the Prophet ﷺ reciting this ayah. Quran. Then they said, then they said that's why. That's it. That's why we can't listen anymore. It is a prophet now. And they went, that's what they said. They said, it has been revealed to me that a group of jinns listened to the Quran. They said, verily we have heard a wonderful recital. It guides to the right path, so we believed in it. This jinn who listened to it, they believe in it. Yes, the jinn from them are Salafis, from them Muslims, from them are Kuffar. Because they, were, they are commanded and they are addressed to believe too and to follow the Prophet And we will not associate partners with our Lord in worship. No. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَلْ هُوَ قُرْآنٌ مَجِيدٌ فِي لَوْحٍ مَحْفُوظٌ What surah is that? Al-Buruj. Naam, Al-Buruj. بَلْ هُوَ قُرْآنٌ مَجِيدٌ فِي لَوْحٍ مَحْفُوظٌ Nay, this is a glorious Qur'an inscribed in the preserved tablets. Surah Al-Buruj, verses 22 and 21. After this, Shaykh Al-Uthaymin, he says, these great attributes, these great attributes, which we have mentioned to you along with the ones which we have not mentioned, there's so many other ayahs, it's only selection. All of them indicate the greatness of this Quran. The obligation of honoring it. And the proper behavior one must have while reciting it. In including staying away from jest and play. In the Shaykh, he began to give some of these etiquettes, which we're not going to be able to finish them, but we have tomorrow, alhamdulillah. Inshallah, we have tomorrow. Even though I was trying to squeeze everything and finish it, eh, that's all we can do as a human, we try, okay? But Allah is the best of the planets. And it's okay with us, alhamdulillah. Now, so the Shaykh says from the etiquettes, from among the etiquettes, the adab, min adab tilawatil Qur'an, from the etiquettes of reciting the Qur'an is making the intention to recite sincerely for Allah. Ikhlas. You don't do it for other reasons. 
You don't do it to some people say, man, he got a beautiful voice. Or he memorized. He's good. He's that. Make sure you don't, you don't get this wrong. If, you, if anyone get this wrong, that's a big problem. He says, from among the etiquettes and the, the most important ones of reciting the Quran is making the intention to recite sincerely for Allah. For indeed, re recitation is from the great acts of worship, as we have previously mentioned when talking about its virtues. Allah states in His book, فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ Surah Ghafir, verse 14. Invoke Allah, making religion pure and sincerely for Him. Shaykh says, and a similar command is directed to the Prophet in the chapter entitled Az-Zumar. Verse 2 in his statement, subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَعْبُدِ مُخْلِصًا لَهُ Worship Allah, making religion pure for him alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala. You worship Allah, but then you got other plans. No. Sincerity and ikhlas. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Bayyina, verse number 5, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ They are not commanded with anything but to worship Allah alone, making religion purely and sincerely for Him, and being upright and firm upon worshiping Allah alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Shaykh mentioned a hadith, after all of these ayats, and there is many in the Qur'an that contain the same meanings and the virtues of the Qur'an and the light. The Prophet said in this hadith that is collected by Imam Ahmad and Imam Al-Alban graded it to be sound, read the Qur'an, seeking with it the face of Allah. So you got to correct your intention before you put your hand on the Mus'haf and you begin to read or before you begin to recite or before you're reviewing or whatever. You got to do this thing for yourself. You got to say, hey, wait a minute. Now I'm about to read the book of Allah. All right, for me to get these benefits and this virtue mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His book, many ayat. Now one thing, I got to do it for Allah, not for others. All right? He said, read the Qur'an, seeking with it the face of Allah before there comes some folk, some people, who will establish it like the establishment of an arrow. They hasten its reward in this world and not the hereafter. That's what they want. They want to use the Qur'an to get this dunya. Yeah. Now you use the Qur'an to get the hereafter. Shaykh Rathamir, he says, from the etiquettes, of reciting the Qur'an, min adabi tilawatul Qur'an, is to recite it with the conscious hearts. The heart has to be present. Contemplating its meanings, seeking to comprehend them. So meaning that you have to be sitting down, you have to have this calmness on you. I know, but as some other etiquettes, they help to this one, facing the Qibla and free your mind. The ulama, as we're going to mention more, 
choose the best time for you when your mind is at, at ease. Hmm? Person, he takes his kids around now, they playing baseball, and he's reading the Quran. Hit it! He's reading, he's over there! This is reciting the Quran. Kids are playing games, and he's reciting. He's reciting like, watch, watch for it! He's coming from behind you! This is reciting the Quran? The heart has to be present. You gotta contemplate, reflect, ponder. You find seven people or six or more or level, I don't know. They may be in a van, in a car, they may be in a house, they may be in a aqiqa over a walima, and they say what? They play Quran on a computer, but what are they doing? Are they sitting and listening and contemplating and you see their skin shivering and some of them shedding tears? Huh? No, they're talking. Hey, pass the barbecue sauce. Bring it here, bring it here, man. Yeah. Yo, leave me some of those uh, uh, chops. Yeah, there's the Quran. Who's listening to the Quran now? Lamb chops? That's all your mind is on? Okay, well, turn off the Quran and go eat. Okay? Turn it off. Put it on a pause. Go eat. Do what you're going to do. You want to listen now? You turn the Quran. What do you do? Listen. Hey, now, you listen. This is a mistake. Some people, they think Quran is a, what? Entertainment? They have the Quran on, but they're talking about, I don't know what, in the car. Yeah, when the Quran is played, you listen. Hey, now. Uh, we're going to stop here because I was looking at my clock. We have a couple minutes. Shout out, we'll stop here and we'll finish tomorrow, same time, 8 o'clock. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to assist us and help us so that we can uh, take good care of the book of Allah. And uh, we give it its importance that, that it deserves. And uh, we ask Allah to benefit us with the Quran. And uh, to help us and assist us to change ourselves. Uh, the way we recite the Quran, the way we understand it, and the way it's most definitely and most importantly the way we act upon it. وصلى الله وسلم على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا